lunaspaces.org in association with lunafest.io is proud to present to you the lunafest podcast Latest edition of the Lunar Fest podcast here, episode 9. Today's date is the 28th of the 4th, 2022. And tonight's special guest is uh, my very own younger brother, Kendall. Uh, how are you, Ken? I'm all right. Nice one for having me on the show. Yeah, sounds. Uh, I mean, look, you're on. So far, all your music. Uh, obviously, you've been DJing since you were a kid. So, what, best part of 30 years or something now, isn't it? Yeah, I had a good little break for about 14 years. Um, got rid of my decks, grew up, had kids, and then got back on them after I went to a party in yours at Christmas, which was about four years ago. Yeah, so uh, you've still got a big collection of records in the loft, though. An even bigger collection in the room here. There's probably about 800 vinyl in this room as a minimum. Probably the same in the loft. And I've sold a couple of thousand when I sold my Technics years ago. The ones I've got here, yeah, these are these are coming to the grave grave with me. They're gonna get melted. I'm making me coffin, and no one's getting these. These are my pride and joy. Yeah, so that sounds like a good collection. But um, obviously, what what kinds of music do you like? I know this, but for the purpose of the podcast, what is your uh, favorite style of music? Uh, it's hard it de- depends what mood as you know I play I play a wide range of different genres depending on what mood I'm in and, and what the audience audience wants from me so my passion is hard trance I love hard trance I love I love to rave to hard trance if I'm playing hard trance yeah I love it as well but then more the old 92, 93, Italian house, hardcore style, bouncy techno style. I love all that. I love all playing that. Doing three and four decks mixes. That's what you need for three and four decks mixes because trans generally long um, mixes, whereas with the bouncy stuff, the Italian house, hardcore techno style, you can be in and out fast. But um, yeah, I'd say biggest passion, I'd, uh, rather than just putting it as a genre, I'd, I'd say probably between 92 and 96, all music in that era from from Yoria, pretty, pretty much what I grew up listening to. Yeah, well, to be honest, I'm a big fan of the Italo House. I love all the, uh, I love all the piano, all the piano house classics uh, going into the hardcore riffs. I think it's the best music that was ever made. You can't beat it, to be honest. Yeah, totally agree. And um, the old original breakbeat hardcore, I love it. Which, which is why I've still got a box there full of jungle records. You know, just the mixes, the switches, the transitions you can do with with the breakbeat style and the breakbeat hardcore. That it, yeah, that is the epitome of hardcore. It did never get better than that. All the happy hardcore stuff. That was all downhill from the original hardcore. Yeah, when uh, Dougal and Ixie started getting all the things, I uh, I sort of started losing interest in all that happy hardcore stuff myself, to be honest. Um, but then again, I was going to Kinetic listening to Gabba, so it was a different style altogether. 
And that's it. It was when it was just sort of SMD ones and all them sort of breakbeat hardcore style. You, you just you couldn't beat it. You, that that was it. That that was my first introduction to all that music. Listening to Dave Graham and listening to the breakbeat and all the tapes you used to have. Um, obviously, for me, it was a lot of the drum stuff, Dave Graham and then tricks. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to talk a little bit about tricks and uh, oh, well, I, I know he's one of your favourite DJs. I know he used to, he was a master of playing four decks, getting four decks playing at the same time. Like, well, yeah. Um, for me, my my sort of style is is learning off tricks. Obviously, I had all tricks records, all the same records what he had, so to speak. And I learned to play the decks by no one showed me. I just had the tapes, I listened to the tapes, I'd make the noises and and that's how I'd done it. But Dave Graham as well. Dave Graham, what a DJ. Um I put Dave Graham alongside Tricks, but Tricks is the master. But Dave Graham more mixing and fast switching and that, which is how my style is. And then you've got the tricks with the scratching, which again is what I sort of imitated. Same with the mixing and the forward decks three decks and that but in terms of dj tricks there is n- there is no better technical dj your carl coxes you no one could ever get near him and that's why obviously blue carl cox cox off the stage twice in the drone and also over in northern ireland in kelly's a four decks mix carl cox was on three six was on four and he just just destroyed them but that's down to the technique the skill level just unrivaled, just just what he could do is just mind-boggling. Even now, when I do it, I use two CTJs and two vinyl. He was using four vinyl, and, and the speed, the accuracy, how fast he get them in, it just it boggles my mind still now when I listen. Well, it's not the tapes no more, I've got them on MP3, but when I listen to it, it's still it, it, it just mind-boggling how good yeah. he was. Going, uh, going back to Kelly's, obviously, uh, over the last year or two, uh, you've made loads of meets from Northern Ireland uh, through the lockdown and that. Uh, you've started doing a couple of your own uh, old-school takeover shows. Uh, you've had a few events, uh, last one being in Liverpool, which you absolutely love, by the way. It was probably one of the most underground parties I've ever been to. It was, uh, it, was it had everything, to be honest. It was brilliant. Yeah, well, that's, that's Ray, my mate, uh, DJ X-Ray, obviously, he's the... He's the biggest, most prominent old school DJ from, yeah, he's pretty much the beginning of Kelly's. Chris Haley, then then Ray, and Ray resident from probably 92, 93, right through to 96, 97, the lush days, and then he went about. But that's how we got involved with the old school takeover, pretty much Ray got in touch with me, asked me for some mixes, some four deck mixes, and then... The Irish just loved it. It just reminded them of Tricks and they're massive Tricks fans because of obviously Tricks used to go and do four decks over there. So naturally, Tricks isn't around. They sort of, yeah, attached to me a bit with it all through Ray and bit by bit, obviously, Ray wanted me to do some shows with him and do some old school takeover shows and then also come over and DJ over in clubs in Ireland with him. Likewise, we, we had our event here. Obviously, we've got more events in the pipeline. Um, my problem is, it's work. Work just gets in the way. As as you know, you play on my decks more than I play on them. But um, 
when I need to do what I need to do, it just it just comes naturally. Yeah, I know you're very busy at the moment. You've just set up your own company, but before the you set up your own company, you're, you're not busy anyway. I know you've got a high-profile job for what you do. Not music related, like, but you know, all good, all good. So that keeps you busy. But uh, planning these other nights, uh, obviously, Luna Fest is, you know, it's it's going to be a three-day festival. I'd love to see, like, on one of the nights, that old school takeover night on, on in one of the tents. I'd I'd love to see that. You know, a selection of uh, proper old school DJs from that era, ninety two to ninety six. What you was on about. Yeah, and your label, the yours and Ray's label, the old school takeover. I'd love to see that. That's easily done. You know, it's not obviously it's it's who else we can bring. It's all the big acts, the PAs like Chill FM come down, we can get ultrasonic, Ramirez, obviously, Elvio Morato, one of the biggest biggest, most prominent producers of that era. It's just all them record, Bouchy Bow, the chicken song, here's Johnny, there's just so much um what Elvio was linked to in that era. Um, but yeah, these loads, your dream frequencies, um, you know, bass heads. Everybody knows bass heads. Um, these loads of connections, what we've got to bring to bring to Luna Festive, obviously, if the old school take over. Um, to, be, to be honest, Sarah, I mean, who's was looking after all that stuff. Obviously, she was a resident in Pasha. She's got some connections as well. It'd be good to put it in touch with her and talk music. So obviously she's a she's a very good DJ. Um, what is your favourite record label going back through the years? Um, See, that's hard. So uh, yeah, depends what mood. Again, my my favourite. It becomes any music I listen to depends on on mood. Whatever mood I'm in depends what I play. I don't have a favourite one, um, but. Yeah, so Voodoo Records and Time Unlimited, you won't get better hard stance labels than them. And then you've got VFR slash Virtual Mismo, which VFR, they're both linked as the same name, different little names linked. VFR is Virtual Future Reality, and that's, that, that is some label. Um, it's like Bouncy Trance, uh, Virtual Mismo, Cosmonautica, all that Mismo Plastico. I absolutely love them. Yeah, some of the Dutch labels and the Belgium labels. Yeah, Charlotte Witt does yeah, a lot of... Bonsai. Bonsai, yeah. A, a lot of Bonsai, but um, that, was, that was also duplicated across a few of them. You, you had your Prolocult as well. Prolocult and Bonsai, it's like um, First Rebirth. Obviously, people related to Bonsai, but... It was on Prolocult as well. It was, you know, it's um, Prolocult was another brilliant label. Sour Mash Pil- Pilgrimage to Paradise, the drum barrels mix. You'll know that it's a big Carl Cox tune slash tricks slash a tune of that era. Um, again, that was on Prolocult. But Bonsai, yeah, obviously Bonsai is another label. Um, the likes of Raindrops and all them, they're all on Bonsai. For me, uh, for me, it's Voodoo and it's Time Unlimited. Time Unlimited has got some absolute classic hard trans records. Yeah, first rebirth, going back to that on Bonsai. I can remember uh, 
being in one of the cream fields when it was still at Oven in Speak before they moved to Daresbury. And I can remember walking to a tent and first rebirth was on. And I was just, I heard it. And I ended up running into the tent and just leaving everybody and just because I knew what tune it was and I just couldn't believe it was getting played. And I, I was, I just got in there. But uh, yeah, what a tune. Uh, she does a good remix of it as well, but I still think the, uh, the old version is the best, like. You'll never get a better version than the original. Obviously, if you watch the biography of how it was made, it was made by an accident. You see Jones and Stevenson talking about it. They made it by an accident, sort of, and they didn't know whether it was worth. Outside of First Rebirth, um, the only other remix I like of it is the Noom remix of it. Um, Noom to a version of it, which, again, is a, is a, great, a great sack. But... You've also got the second rebirth, you've got the third rebirth, and you've got the fourth rebirth. All of them are all here. And all of them, except the first. The first rebirth here is on Prolical Records, but two, three, and four are all on Bonsai Records here. But if you have a look on Discogs, talking about the first rebirth, it just blows your mind. Like the value of some of my records here, some of my records here, like each record's worth over a couple of hundred quid. But there's one record, if you go onto Discogs and have a look, it's a first rebirth record. And last time I looked, I think it was around £40,000 that was up for. It's, a, it's, just, it's basically a gold, sort of marbled gold vinyl record and it's the first rebirth master print and as i say it's about forty thousand pounds last time i looked what have you been have you been trying to get some of your records onto the mp3 have you been putting them into digital yeah i've done a load but it's hard it's hard because you've got to upload them then you've got to remaster them and it's yeah in all honesty, a big, a big thanks to um, X-Ray, to Ray. He, he's, he had his collection from, he's been DJing for, since 1988, and um, obviously we're, we're very close, so he gave me his collection, his lifetime collection, sent me it over, I think there's about 50,000 tracks, I've got on a two terabyte hard drive, Um so he, he gave me a lot of them and they're already remastered. Um, it's just the likes of some what I've had to give him, what he never had, very few and far between what he hasn't got. But it's hard when you try and upload them, record them in, and then you've got to try and clean them, clean out the pops and stuff. It's One record can take, yeah, can take a considerable amount of time to clean up, to have a final product. So, yeah, it's a bit hard in terms of uploading them that's why i generally play on vinyl a lot a lot of the time a lot of the mixes i do is just all vinyl just because of that reason yeah in, in a perfect setup then going to the festival obviously this is going to go over three days what would your perfect setup be what would you like to see music genres not necessarily all electronica would you like to see anything who would you like to see on a festival oh pink floyd fleetwood mac Pull out a shredding from a grave. That's who I'd love to see out a shredding. Um, obviously, Pink Floyd goes without saying. Fleetwood Mac, again, another out of this world. Um, possibly a bit of Super Tramp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my kind of stuff sounds good. Electronic wise, would you like to see a bit of a, a jungle tent? 100%. 
hyping MCMC. That's yeah. I love. I love to. I love to see a see a jungle tent. I'll even pull out my jungle box there. All the jungle records. Yeah, nice. Like to be honest, it's been a long time since I've heard you play a jungle set. To be honest, I was taught when Ray was over from Ireland a couple of a month ago now we were talking about it because he was he likes them and we were talking about getting them out and doing a little set with them but I need to clean them long story all my records obviously were stored in lofts and in boxes everywhere so I have to go through this cleaning cycle to clean them all and recase them all before I play on them because you damage your needles or you damage the vinyl so um, I need to clean them all and then do a jungle set that is yes. on my list to do what is, what is your set? What set have you picked out? Is obviously, uh, before, before I say about your set, obviously you've got a little site that uh, that you may have set up. You've, you sell USB sticks and that, don't you, with all mixers on it. I've actually got one and it's got uh, 60 mixers on, ranging from hour mixers to four hour mixers, some of them. There's probably a lifetime of uh, that style of music that I love that I'll never go through. Uh, what is the site for all that that you uh, do all that on? Yeah, it's the old school takeover.com or acidcasualties.com. It's raised in all honesty, it's all raised, right? Ray says the old school takeover brands like mine and him, but it's raised. Ray was doing it long before I turned up. We, we just obviously become like brothers and he got me heavily involved in it. But yeah, Ray set it all up. I won't take any credit for that. It's, um, it, it, it's raised. It's uh, the old school takeover.com or acidcasualties.com. With these loads of memorabilia, memorabilia, sorry, um, hoodies, t-shirts, you know, um, USBs from multiple DJs, including Ray. Um, there's just all kinds on there. Yeah, good. So, uh, what is your mix for? Out of all of them, uh, what have you pulled out the bag to throw on? Yeah, this, this, yeah, there was a load there. Um, I did want to try and get one together for you, but as as you know, speaking to me, I was I was still working up until we just took this call. Um, so I just grabbed a, a multiple out. Um, these are three decks. One old school. Um, starting around ninety two, ninety three. Um, yeah, these are an old school three decks. One there for you. Yeah, um, sweet. I'll get up here. Style. So, uh, to be honest, I'm looking forward to the next event that you're going to throw on. When, uh, when have you got that planned? Um, it's a little bit up in the air because it's hard tracking me down. Obviously, I was away for two weeks and I come back the weekend gone, so everything's been catch up. Um, everyone was trying to get hold of me. It went a little bit flat because I was away. Um, we did have something lined up. Um, club everything but basically we we're going to do two nights we we're going to do the Friday night here and then we we're going to fly to Ireland and do the Saturday night we did look at three nights Friday here Saturday Northern Ireland Sunday in Scotland but logistically we'd need to really plan it out for next year rather than trying to rush it this year but um, we have got a, we have, we've got a club booked for the end of July, I'll say. Um, we have got some acts lined up, but it's just at the moment, it's me, it's getting older me to um, commit to to, to work with it. I've fully put time into it at the moment. I just haven't got the time. But potentially we're looking at July or August. If not, we'll probably push it back to October when we can do Friday here and Saturday in Ireland. Yeah, well, why are you... 
What made you think of doing the two nights on the bounce? I, I would have just done them a couple of months apart and had a night here, and obviously a few months later done the night there, but... Because it maximises, so the flying, obviously we're, we're talking about flying acts over from Italy, so it maximises, number one, value, cost, everything with it. Um, you know, you pay one night, you get a discount for the second night, but you've logistically got to get the flights. It, it's it's mapped, it's done, I, I've done it, you know, flying, flying from Italy to Manchester, pick up from Manchester, drive to Liverpool. Then we do the night in Liverpool, then it's flight to Belfast, then we go up to Port Rush, then we come back down, flight back from Belfast, we're flight to Liverpool, they flight to Manchester and then they get a flight back. It's um, that was the idea and the plan and just just to yeah, just just to promote it more and make it bigger and try and push it more. But again it's time. Obviously I love it where I didn't have to work and I could walk away from my job and I could put everything into my music because that would just make me life but unfortunately I have to work and work yeah. pays more than DJing for a start yeah I don't know you've got a really, to be honest a really good job so yeah I get it I do get it like especially with it being your own company as well now um, I get that as well which I hope absolutely flies for you well you've got to try haven't you if all else fails I just I, I don't lose nothing I've still got my skill set it's just that I, I apply it I apply it for someone else instead of applying it for myself and my own business a bit like DJ obviously you know it's alright to go get calls and go and DJ for people but again if you if you do it for yourself you you know you, you're a bit more in control of trying to push your promotion and what acts you want and so on um, it's like Easter I, I couldn't fly over Ray wanted me to come over at Easter to DJ but with work and everything I just couldn't fly over I was over in December and then we had our gig and then I couldn't go back it's it's commitment and work gets in the way yeah well Lunafest's actually August 2023 so keep a little space available to, I'd, I'd love to see you playing on it here on the lunatic stage like well I'd, I'd like to uh, see you take over the lunatic stage and have an old school takeover for at least one of the nights I'd love to see that like be right up my tree all that type of music yeah well the key to that is obviously we, we play loads of genres and we, we can mix it up and we can play to what the crowd's feeling at the time so I'd love that I'd love not more than that you know give us a night give us give us however many hours for an old school takeover sort of show within Lunafest and obviously we can um, we can take it on a musical I, I like like to say a musical journey because you know like what you said earlier these, some of them sets that are four hours some of them sets what I do with like four hours they're my favourite ones because I start I start probably 91, 92 and I'm just so slow and then as it gets gets through the set you just get faster and newer and and it just builds up all night until you just bang it at the end that's you know that's how we'd have to do it in a sort of festival type that's you build it up and you just keep building it all and keep getting the pressure building up and, and faster and harder but yeah i'd love that i'd love to do the old school takeover at luna fest sounds well eh? okay then ken i'm gonna start wrapping it up here Crypto wise, I know uh, you've only just got into crypto over the last six months, so I know you've only got a lunar stock here and you're pretty much lunar blue in it because I've pretty much 
told you what to do with it. Uh, so we won't go into the crypto because I know you're only just learning it. And uh, to be honest, my head fell off with it when I was learning it. So yeah, I know you're only new to that. But uh, yeah, so I just would like to mention before we go, like always, uh, Lunafest is all about getting people onboarded into the space. Yeah, so if you could check out lunafest.io obviously if you're not into crypto and you want to get into it there's loads of sources on the internet check out terraspaces.org T-Fi Alpha, Learn Terra, Terabytes Pod there's loads of different sources and um, yeah come and join the revolution and obviously check out the lunafest.io website it is uh, everything you need to know about the festival that's coming up it is going to be a groundbreaking web3 metaverse all kinds going on it's not going to be like any festival that you shall have ever attended that it's going to be some really groundbreaking stuff with the added bonus of some really cool music throughout three days so uh, yeah uh, man obviously ken nice for coming on nice one for coming on yeah no worries thanks for having me in there Get me back for the old school takeover, does Luna Fest. We'll, we'll definitely get it rocking. Well, anyone that listens to the mix, uh, I hope you really enjoy it. Uh, to be honest, growing up, it's my type of music what uh, he's going to be playing. Uh, but yeah, let's go Luna Fest. I hope to see you playing in uh, August 2023, Kenny. All right, nice one for having me. Cheers. Cheers, Finn. Tar for the invite as well. Let's go Luna Fest. Don't you want me, don't you want me, don't you want my love? Don't you want me, don't you want me, don't you want my love? Don't you want me, don't you want me, don't you want my love? I thought you want my love, Thank you.
brain goes blank.
every one of you to decide whether you are going to be the problem or whether you are going to be the solution. You must choose, brothers. You must choose. It takes five seconds. Five seconds of decision. Five seconds to realize your purpose here on the planet. It takes five seconds to realize that it's time to move. It's time to get down with it. Brothers, it's time to testify and I want to know, are you ready to testify?
one and only dominator. I'm the one and only dominator.
Tap, 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 tap,